searching over here and over there but only God can take your pain away and I've tried him for myself and I, oh I'm a little witness that God will take the pain Good morning. Welcome to the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church Resurrection Sunday 
morning service for those of you who are streaming god bless you man we are outside the storm has passed over i got to admit that last service boy i was preaching a little bit in the rain but i'm giving glory and praise to god that i think the storm has passed over and we're in good shape for all of those who are out here in the parking lot in our drive-in church our park pray and praise ministry listen we're going to respect our neighbors so i don't want you to honk your horn i want you to flash your lights if you can flash your lights and let me know you're listening on 103.3 k hope k-h-o-p-e we're going to give god the praise today for this beautiful resurrection sunday now listen to me carefully let's read from the word of the lord it's very very important that we see the word today and we hear what god has to say to us it is in Luke chapter 24, Luke chapter 24, but on the first day of the week at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel and as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground the men said to them why do you seek the living among the dead he is not here but he has risen remember how he told you while he was still in galilee that the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise and they remembered his words and returning from the tomb they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest we here at the good old missionary baptist church are committed to loving god loving all people and changing the world in order to make disciples of jesus christ we thank all of you who are present we thank all of those who are streaming with us those who are on the phone line who have called in to listen we praise god for all of you let's get ready to give god some praise in this place as we celebrate the resurrection father we thank you for the privilege to be used in your kingdom work we thank you god that in the midst of all that is going on we still have a portion of life health and strength and we are committed to give you the best that we have god bless our time in worship and god bless those who are listening and those who will watch we pray that it will encourage them and help them to be all that you want them to be it's in jesus name we pray amen come on let your light shine flash your lights if you're hearing me on 103.3 our praise team is going to come now let's lift our voices in song together if you're at home and you're dressed up listen get up on your feet get up on you've been sitting too much get up on your feet and let's get ready to give god some praise in your place of worship Amen. Come on and give God some glory right there. There's power in his name. Amen. God, we bless you. We adore you. We love you. And we love to give your name the glory. Proclaim 
the name of Jesus. Power in your name. Do you believe that today? There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, it is. Power in your name. Come on, help me say that. There is power in the name of Jesus. Power in your name. Power in your name. Jesus is our King. 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Man, to our streaming audience, thank you for being with us, for worshiping with us on today, wherever you are in the country. Got to give a special shout out to my friend, my brother, Pastor Johnny Green, who pastors the Mount Nebo Baptist Church. I want us to lift Pastor Green and his church family and all of those church families in prayer who have lost people to COVID-19. Johnny Green pastors the Mount Nebo Baptist Church in Harlem, New York. And um, I preached at that church many years ago when I was an associate minister. And Pastor Green was actually scheduled to come here for my pastor's anniversary. And of course, things have shifted so much. But he has lost nine members of his church to COVID-19, has another 20, I believe, between 20 and 25 who are in the hospital right now. He lost five members in 10 days. And uh, I know Johnny uh, well. I know he has a heart for people and a love for people. And I, I want him to know that the saints here at Good Hope, we're lifting him. Thank you, Lord, that we're lifting him in prayer right now. And every pastor uh, who is preaching through this storm, but not just the pastors who are preaching through this storm. There have been a number of churches. I was watching NBC Nightly News, and they put up pictures of people who have died because of COVID-19. And they put up the face of a man that I looked and I said, man, that brother looks familiar. Pastor Isaac Graham of the Macedonia Baptist Church in Harlem passed away in the midst of and from this COVID-19 pandemic. And there have been a number of churches who have lost their spiritual leaders, their pastors who have succumbed to this tragic pandemic. And so we want to lift all of them in prayer. Amen. Matter of fact, let's just pray for them right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we stand for those who cannot stand. We worship for those who cannot worship. We, we, we give glory to you right now, God, for those who are in the midst of their grief and their pain. And God, we, we, we say thank you for life, health, and strength. And God, we commend them to your care right now. We stand in intercession for our brothers and sisters, for the families who have lost loved ones. God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would bless as only you can, that you would intercede as only you can, that you would provide healing and comfort as only you can. God, give us the strength, your strength, your power to hold on to see what the end will be. And God, where our prayers fall short, we ask you to make up the difference. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We count it as done. Now, listen, I want to let you know, those of you who have children, uh, on yesterday, our director of children's ministry, Dr. Misha Birkins, they have prepared Easter packets, resurrection packets for the children with some crafts and some treats in there. If you did not get one, um, I think Deacon Ken Birkins is here and he has some available. Amen. I think that's Ken over there. Yeah. So if you need one, make sure you raise your hand or let one of the brothers know and we'll make sure we get that to you. You may have some children in your family who would be blessed by this spiritually edifying packet in an age appropriate way. All right. So let's do that and let's uh, make sure we celebrate our families. This week without question has been a trying week. This has been a trying month. Um, 
this has been a trying year. Uh, but in the midst of it, I believe God is teaching us a valuable lesson. And that lesson is that when all else is gone, all we have is God. And the truth of the matter is, even if it's not gone, all we have is God. And all we need is God. And so we're grateful and thankful. Man, the rains are falling across Texas. We had some rain early on. Sun came out. Now there's more clouds. But guess what? We're going to give God the praise anyhow. Amen. Somebody flash your lights if you're going to give God some praise today. Thank you all for being here in the parking lot. Thank you for coming out. And uh, somebody said, Pastor, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? You, you have the capability to stream. And we're still streaming. But here's what I know. Man, if you can get out and you can keep your social distancing and you can come and you can give God some praise and maybe see some saints, even if you don't do anything but wave at them from your car, wave, wave at somebody next to you, wave at somebody around you, park next to you, right? Even if you can't do anything but that, man, it's just a nice sanity break. You know what I mean? Just to get you out of the house. You may be on your way to the supermarket coming from it, but you have an opportunity to give God the glory and the praise. The praise team is going to come and minister in song. And following that, we'll have our word for today. And my hope and my prayer is that this Resurrection Sunday message will inspire you and encourage you to be the best you can possibly be. All right? Come on, give God some praise as the praise team comes. Hallelujah. How many of you know and believe and are glad that for the fact that Jesus rose from the grave and God raised him from the dead. So if you're glad that he got up, we're going to have a little church this morning. Is it all right? He got up. He got up. Death could not hold him. My Savior, he got up, yeah. He got up, say. With all power in his hand, death could not hold him. My Savior, he got up. An empty grave. Is that a proof? My Savior, he got up. An empty grave. Is that a proof? Yeah. My Savior, he got up. Yeah. So glad that he did. Death could not hold him. My Savior, he got up. Yeah, he got up, saved. With all power in his hand. Death could not hold him. My Savior, he got up. An empty grave. Is that a proof? Savior, he got up. Now, right where you are, come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Come on, fellas, let's ask him a question this morning. Let's go, y'all. Say, who rolled the stone away? Who rolled the stone away? I do not know. But I know he lives. I do not know. But I know he lives. And this is what I know. Say, Jesus rose. And he lives. 
Jesus rose and he lives. He got upset. Everybody say, everybody. And if it had not been for Jesus, we'd all be lost today. Struggling up, God got us here. They whipped him and beat him just for our sins. Pierced him in the side. Blood and water came streaming down. Hey, let's talk about the blood, y'all. The blood that Jesus shed for me. It reaches to the highest mountain. And flows to the lowest valley, say, His blessing works, and I'm here to report that it's never, never lost its power. It's still saved, it still heals. And empty grave. Is that approved? And empty grave. Lord, is that approved? And empty grave. Come on, we ain't through yet. Can we go one more time, y'all? Say, hey! Jesus went to Calvary. The same wretch like you and me. They hung him high, stretched him wide. Hung his head, for me he died. Oh, but that's not how the story ends. On the third day, he got from the grave with all power in his hand. With the keys to death, hell and the grave. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, our fear is gone. Now my life is worth the living. Because an empty grave. Stand to prove. He got up my Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, O oh God. We are grateful because you did get up. You rose early on a Sunday morning with all power in your hand. And for that, we are grateful, oh God. We are grateful, oh God. And now you've declared us redeemed. Bought with the price. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. No more chains are. your hearts today say I am, I am redeemed I am redeemed
Amen. Praise God. Praise God that those of us who know the Lord can sing that song today. I am redeemed. Not I used to be redeemed. Not in anticipation, hoping that you live long enough to be redeemed. But we're grateful to God that we have been redeemed. Come on, flash your lights if you know that's true. Flash your lights if you know that too. If you're watching via whatever media platform you are, just send me some hearts. Send me some thumbs up. Just let me know that you have been redeemed. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time in his word. Father, we thank you and bless you for this day. We pray now that everything that we do and everything that we say will be pleasing in your sight. God, may you be glorified. May your people be edified and may the devil be horrified. God, we know that Ultimately, the devil wants to use this for evil, but we also know that you can take what was meant for evil and turn it around for our good. And we pray, God, that good and your glory will come out of all that we're going through. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I think if nothing else over these last several weeks, we have been forced to come to grips with and face our humanity and not just our humanity, but the frailty of our humanity. Um, those who think they're in charge or thought they were in charge have found out they are not in charge. Those who thought they were above recession, that they are recession proof, have found out, no, you, you can get hit as well. Uh, those who thought they had recession proof careers have found out when the entire world shuts down that even you have to sit down. It's amazing to me to see what has happened. Most of us would agree that it feels like we are living a movie out, that we are living in some kind of television series, and every day the script is changing. And one of the things that we have been shown and we have been taught is the lack of power that we have, that we don't have power. Now, not only do we not have power to stop, but we don't have the power in and of ourselves to move forward. We, we don't have the power to do anything except for what's made available to us in the power of God. See, the truth of the matter is, the Apostle Paul said it in the book of Corinthians. He said, when I'm weak, that's when I'm strong because my, my, my weakness reveals the perfection of God's strength. God said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And, and today I want to talk about God's power. I want to talk about the power that is available to us. See, today we celebrate power. 
We, we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. We celebrate resurrection power. But here's the problem for too many of us. The problem is while we celebrate the power that raised the Lord, we don't understand that the same power that raised the Lord is available for those of us who name the name of Christ. And so for those who are streaming and those who are here listening to 103.3 FM, Listen to me carefully. I tell you often, there's only two kinds of people in the world, those who need Jesus and those who know him. And if you know him, I want to remind you today of that power that's available. And if you need him today, I want you to learn how to access that power. Today, for a few moments, I want to talk to you from the thought, the power to become your best the power to become your best. Now, if you're streaming, you can download our app, I Am Hope, and you will see the Good Hope logo. Uh, it's in white on a burgundy background. Download the app and you can download the outline for today's message. Those of you who are here, uh, hopefully you got an outline. If not, you can do the same thing. Go to the app, go to the sermon for today and download the fill in the blank app and you can fill in the blank as we go through this message. There are a whole lot of people who are trying to live absence of the power of God. Whether it's positive thinking, which only works when you have positive thoughts, or envisioning a better future, which can only happen if you are not too gripped by a painful past. The truth of the matter is for you and I to fulfill our potential to become all that God wants us to be, all that we can be, we've got to learn how to rely and trust in the power of God to move in our lives. Our text today comes from Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And in Ephesians chapter 1, one of the elements of Ephesians chapter 1 is this long prayer that Paul chronicles. This long prayer for those of you who are grammarians, those of you who are English majors, uh, it is classified as a run-on sentence because there are no periods, just commas and a bunch of ands that are in this sentence. Paul just goes on and on. But even though the grammar may not be correct, the content of the prayer is powerful because Paul prays for you and for me to learn some things about God. And I submit to you that many times we can't learn the things we need to learn about God until we get in a situation that we need God. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Ever since I first heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. 
Paul says, I'm, I'm praying, I'm praying that God will give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I don't know what you've been praying for in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know if you're praying for healing, if you're praying for it to pass, but let me ask you a question. In your prayers, have you prayed and asked God to give you spiritual wisdom, to give you insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. See, I submit to you today, my brothers and sisters, that there are only three things that God wants to teach you, just three things that God wants to teach you in the midst of whatever it is that you go through in life. God wants to teach you something about yourself. God wants to teach you something about other people. And God wants to teach you something about himself. Three things that God wants to teach you. And so the question is, have you been praying and asking God to give you wisdom and insight? Have you asked God to help you grow in your knowledge of God? Well, it's in verse 19 and the following verses that I want to park today. Four things I want you to see very quickly in this passage right here in the text to help you understand the power to become your best. Number one, you need to realize God has power like nobody else. God has power like nobody else. Come on, look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power. This is the same mighty power. Now, in verse 19, uh, Paul starts talking about the power of God, but, but he almost, it's like he runs out of words, out of superlatives, and so he starts combining words in order to give you a more potent picture of the omnipotence of God. He, he says, I, I pray that you understand the incredible greatness of God's power. God's power, that, that word is a familiar word for those of you who are Bible readers and Bible students, the word dunamis, this miraculous ability, might, strength, and power of God, a living force. He says that this power of God is powerful, and look at the words he uses to describe it. He uses powerful words to describe Describe the power of God. Listen to what he says. God's power is incredible, incredible, surpassing, exceeding, unlimited, immeasurable. God's power is great, the greatness of God's power. It is mighty, it is explosive. It's where we get the word megathon from to to describe an atomic explosion, right? This is more than just a firecracker. This is more than just a pop. This is a, an explosion that is, that is typically immeasurable by what words we would normally use. He says God's power is awesome. It is a mighty power, kratos. It is the word that describes a power that can overcome resistance and or overcome nature. It's a word used to describe the miracles of Jesus. This power that can stop nature, this power that can overcome nature, this power that can reverse nature. And it's only used to refer to God and to nobody else. And then he says, this mighty power, that, that second word power, ishkus, is the word 
it, it speaks to God's inherent strength. It's as if it's, it's as if Paul is saying God has power. No, no, he has he has power on top of power. No, he has he has for real power. No, he I mean he has power power. It, don't miss that God has the power that nobody else has. Don't don't miss that God has the power that nobody else has. Look at Jeremiah thirty two verse seventeen. O sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and earth by your hand and powerful arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Matthew 19, verse 26. Read it in your homes, if you will. Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Luke 137 says, for nothing is impossible with God. When God shows up, impossibility becomes possibility. The implausible becomes plausible. The unbelievable becomes believable because of the power of God. But don't stop there. Here's the second thing. Number two, if you're going to access the power to become your best, I told you first you need to realize God has the power, has power like nobody else. Number two, the power of God can raise you. The power of God can raise you. Now, I want you to stay with me here because I'm going somewhere. I want you to see what the power of God did in and through and for Jesus and recognize if the Lord is your brother, if you are an heir of the Bible and a joint heir with Jesus Christ, that what God did for Jesus, he can do the same thing for you. Watch what he says. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Jesus from the dead. Paul says, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need you to know something. That power, that for real, for real power, that, that power, that multifaceted power that describes the omnipotence of God, he says, it's that power that raised Jesus from the dead. Oh, that's good news today. Resurrection Sunday, that's good news that the power of God raised Jesus, but it gets even better than that because he says, not only did the power of God raise Jesus, but the same power. Come on, say it to yourself, same power. Same power that raised Jesus. He says, that same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead can do the same thing for you. Now, he does say there's a caveat. Yeah, he does say there's a cause and effect relationship. There is something that you have to do in order to experience, to have access to, for God to offer you that power. Look at what he says. He says, God's power for us who believe him, who believe him. Somebody sent me a text yesterday and they said, does God hear the prayers of sinners? And I said, absolutely. He hears their prayer, but just one prayer. He is guaranteed to hear the sinner. And that's the sinner's prayer. That's the prayer of salvation. Lord have mercy. Other than that, without belief, you can't have access to this power. That word belief literally means to have faith in, to entrust in, to lean upon in a way of dependence. He says, you've got to believe. 
And can I tell you something, my brothers and sisters? Too many of us are living powerless or with less power because we don't have the faith that we need to have in order to believe that God can do what nobody else can do. As a matter of fact, we don't even start accessing, accepting, or looking for his power until we are proven to be powerless. Some of you, let's be honest, you're praying now like you never prayed before. You're reading your Bible now like you've never read it before. Not that you had to go get a new Bible, you just had to find your own Bible, right? You had to find your old Bible. Not that you couldn't pray before, but now you're like, man, you know what? I'm going to take some time, man. I need to pray. I need, I need to start seeking God. I need to access his power. And when you know God in a personal way, God says, you have access to incredible power. Personal knowledge of God gives you access to incredible power. And Paul says the same power that raised Jesus is the same power that can raise you. The power of God that raised the dead Jesus is the same power that can raise your dead situation. I need somebody in here to understand. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to play out. Man, the news is changing things moment by moment, minute by minute. Press conferences are being held by politicians high and low, and everybody is commentating on what's going on. But here's what I do know. I am going to trust in God. I'm going to put my faith in God. I'm going to trust God's power. I'm not going to tempt God, but I am going to trust him. And I'm going to believe that God can do what no other power can do. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. I told you, number one, you need to realize God has power like nobody else. Number two, Realize the power of God can raise you. Here's the third thing. Number three, that the power of God can place you. The power of God can place you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. I, I feel my help, the old preacher would say. Verse 20, the B part. That raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. The power of God seated Jesus in a place of honor at God's right hand. Now, here's the principle. Don't miss this. The principle is very clear. The power of God that raised him is the power of God that placed him. Uh, the text suggests that whenever there's a raising, if you continue to trust them, there'll be a placing. God, listen to me carefully, can put you where he wants you. you. You may face enemies around you, but it can't stop God when you trust God's power to raise you. And it can't stop God from placing you. Listen, somebody in here that's watching right now, somebody that's streaming, I got news for you. You may not see it right now, but I believe in my spirit that God has a plan for your life. And the question is, are you willing to accept it and are you willing to walk in it? See, I've told you before, COVID-19 didn't catch God off guard. God, God saw it before anybody else saw it. 
And the question is now, what is God going to get out of you in the midst of what you're going through? 2 Corinthians 4.14 says, We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. We, we know when we accept Jesus Christ, our eternal security is secure. But will you trust him for your earthly journey? See, I, I submit to you that far too many of us have gotten this focus in life off. We've been focusing on having more than we have focused on being. Yeah, somebody in here, you may not want to admit it. You don't have to say amen. You can say ouch. But, but, but in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic, you have less money, but you become a better father. You have less money, but you've become a more attentive mother. You have less money, but you've become a better husband, a better wife, because God will stop you to focus on being before he allows having to destroy you. Here's the fourth and final thing. I told you, you need to realize God has power like nobody else. Number two, the power of God can raise you. Number three, the power of God can place you. Here's the third thing, and we're going to shout right here. Number, number four, the power of God can keep you. The power of God can keep you. Verse 21, Ephesians chapter 1. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else. Here it is, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. The Bible says that God, listen carefully, put him above all things, not only in this world, but in the world to come. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that God can not only address your present so that your past does not hurt you in your present, but God can also secure your future. That God can keep you. I said he can keep you. Now, now, somebody in here, you, you, you can think back to that old song we used to sing some years ago, Oh, to be kept by Jesus. Oh, to be kept by, by the Lord and his love divine. But, but I got news for you. When, when he keeps you, he can keep you not just from, he can keep you in and he can keep you through. See, a lot of times we, we mistakenly too narrowly define keep. We get excited about God keeping us from stuff. But right now with a whole world shut down, somebody can rejoice that God is keeping you through. Yeah. He can keep you from, he can keep you through, and, and, and he can bring you out because he's a God who can keep you. But, but I want you to notice something. What's, what's raising you? What's placing you? And what's keeping you? The power of God. That, that, that's what he says. It's, it's the power, power of God. And just in case you're wondering about the validity of the power, Paul says, let me, let me give you a sample. Let me give you a reference. 
Same power. Same power, same power, same power. Oh, same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that can raise you, that can place you, that can keep you. Today we celebrate the resurrection, not just for the sake of the resurrection, but we celebrate the resurrection because we know what the resurrection meant for Jesus and for the faith, but we also need to celebrate what the resurrection means for us as believers that the same power. Now listen, what would you say to a person who's walking around in a house that's dark and they refuse to turn on the light switch just to turn some lights on in the dark. I, I mean, if all things are, are equal, if the bill has been paid, the lights are on, in terms of power, service has not been disconnected, and, and all they need to do is hit the light switch, what, what would you say to that person? What, what you need to say to that person is, go to the wall and turn on the light switch. Turn on the light switch. Why? Because there's power in the house. And somebody in here who is in darkness, and maybe COVID-19 has driven you to a dark place, maybe you're in a dark place emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, maybe you're in a dark place. Listen, turn on the switch. Because if you are a child of God, you are connected to power. And my old pastor used to say, if your problem is not bigger than a dead Jesus in a borrowed tomb who needs to be raised from the dead, if your problem is not bigger than a dead Jesus, then bring your problem to God. Because whatever your problem is, I want you to know God's power can help remedy your situation. Let him start with you. And work on you from the inside out. And in this season, when we can't go like we used to go, and run like we used to run, and slip and slide like we used to slip and slide, in this season, I pray that you'll stop and recognize the power that's available for you. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for today. We thank you, God, that you have kept us. We thank you, God that you have been with us. We thank you for watching over us. And God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that everything that has been done and said has been pleasing in your sight and has brought glory and honor to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Listen, all of you who are watching today, all of you who are streaming with us today, I wanna thank you for being with us and I wanna ask you a question. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being I know that I know I've been born again. I'm a child of God. And 1 representing I don't know God. I've never asked God into my life. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being I'm sure. 1 being I, 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 I know I'm not saved. I have no idea. How would you number your salvific belief right now on a scale of one to ten are you are you one are you five 
don't, don't, don't ask anybody else. Just think about it for yourself. Bow your heads wherever you are. Think about it for yourself. What, what number would you be on a scale of 1 to 10? You got that number? You have that number? Okay, now, let me share this with you. If you are anywhere other than a 10, then you're in trouble. You're in trouble because the Bible says, by faith, you should know that you know Jesus Christ as your Savior. That you've asked the Lord Jesus Christ into your life for the forgiveness of your sins. You should know that. So if you're anywhere other than a 10, I want to talk to you for a moment today. I want to encourage you to pray this prayer of salvation. We, we don't have an aisle for you to walk down. And, and I'll be honest with you. I, I tell you, th this, this season of ministry is exciting for me because uh, this season is challenging me and challenging others to think about what really counts and what really matters. And, and what I have always said and I have been reminded of, it's not about rituals. It's not about routines. It's about a relationship with the God who loves you so much, he loves you where you are. The God that loves you so much, he doesn't want to leave you there. He wants to make something beautiful out of your life. And there's somebody who's watching right now. I want you to know this service is live. It's not recorded. Uh, man, we, we could have recorded and just streamed all three services and all day. But I don't know. God, God was just pressing, pressing, pressing my heart. And I'm not, man, I'm not commenting on anybody else. God is just giving us an opportunity. We're here. We're in a state and in a city uh, where our governor and our mayor and our county judge uh, have allowed us to worship together as long as we respect social distancing. And we, we want to honor that for safety. Uh, we we want to practice wearing our mask and gloves. I got my mask and glove right here. But, but we wanted to say to you today this is a mighty good time to know Jesus as your savior and so I want to pray the prayer of salvation right now and I'm going to ask you wherever you are to repeat after me there, there are those who, who who would call this easy believism but listen to me carefully uh, the receiving of the grace of God is not a difficult thing it's just about you acknowledging it as a matter of fact every morning you wake up you experience the grace of God but I want you to now take inventory of your spiritual life. Maybe you've stopped moving long enough to now say, you know what? I need to get my life right. My, my Houston pastor, Dr. A. Lewis Patterson, said the problem in life is many times people are climbing the ladder of success and get to the top of the ladder only to find out it's been leaning against the wrong building. And there's somebody who's been climbing that ladder and man, you have been so disappointed. You have been so blown away. You have become so dejected. Heard a story of a man diagnosed with COVID-19 who took his own life, committed suicide. We see domestic violence cases going up counseling calls going up stress related illnesses going up and I want to encourage you to trust God in the midst of it all 
Let, let's go to God in prayer. I want you to bow your head. If you said anything other than a 10, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Pray it after me and pray it by faith, believing. Because it's not behavior that's going to get you in the kingdom. It's belief. Belief in the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord. Belief that Jesus paid it all and all to him you owe. Let's pray. Father God, we ask right now. Matter of fact, repeat after me if you will. Dear Jesus, God, I come to you as humbly as I know how. Asking you to forgive me of my sins. I confess my sins and confess that I have fallen short of where you want me to be. I thank you, God, for sending Jesus Christ to die for my sins. I confess my sins now and believe that Jesus died for me. And I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me. Save me. May your Holy Spirit help me to live the life you want me to live. I thank you for your grace. And I thank you for your mercy. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I believe, and I hope you believe, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, that God has saved you. God has saved you. And I need you to know something about salvation. It's not about how you feel. It's not about a feeling. It's about an act of your will. It's about an expression of your faith in Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you, if you are in the Houston metropolitan area, connect with our church. If you're not, find a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. And until you can get out, if you're in a part of the country where you cannot get out, download the I Am Hope app. This is our Good Hope Church app. Download that app to make sure that you stay connected. Uh, we'll have Bible studies coming up. We'll have our uh, next campaign coming up, our discipleship series, and we want you to be a part of it. As a matter of fact, let me announce that right now as we prepare to worship the Lord in giving. Let me announce that right now. Man, we are going to do uh, a series. We're going to kick off starting next week in the book of Philippians, in the book of Philippians. And this is going to be called the joy campaign, the joy campaign, joyful living in a trouble-filled world. That's what we're going to teach you how to do, how to live a joy-filled life in a trouble-filled world. I've been working on this series for a long time, and man, God just really put it on my heart to release it. And so as you look at and see the look and feel for that campaign, uh, we're going to get started on next week. Now, for those of you who are streaming with us, uh, we have six different ways you can worship the Lord in giving here at Good Hope. And five of them are accessible via the online process. And I'm grateful for our members who have continued to worship the Lord in giving. Thank you all so much. Man, we have continued to feed families uh, in our community, in our neighborhood. This past week, uh, we fed another 220 families. Uh, the food bank kept came out 
and caught footage of what we're doing to help people in the community, in the neighborhood. And they have come now and said, listen, we've got more food to give away. And we want you to help us do this on another day of the week. We want this church to be our place of service. And we're grateful to God for that. And there are other churches who are doing great things. I'm just talking about our church. And I want to encourage those of you uh, who will volunteer to come out. We've got masks, we've got gloves, we've got all kinds of equipment for you, but I want to encourage you to come out. You know, when we talk about our first responders and celebrating our first responders, I don't know how many of you realize this, but first responders have expanded in this COVID-19 pandemic beyond just police and fire and beyond just medical professionals. I I'm telling you, first responders, man, them folks stocking themselves in the supermarket are first responders. Truck drivers who are carrying produce are first responders. People who are working in essential areas are all first responders. And so we are thankful and grateful to God for our opportunity to get on the front line. Somebody say amen. We're grateful to God for God to use us to bless thousands of people. We've been doing it over the years and we've seen our numbers go up 1000%. Are you hearing me? 1000%. We have seen our numbers go up as we have been ministering over the last several weeks. So those of you who would like to volunteer and come out and serve, we want to give you the opportunity to do that. Here's the other thing I want you to know. Those of you who have hosted small groups, life groups in the past, I want you to get yourself ready to lead a small group. We're going to take our small group, life group ministry virtual. And we are going to ask you to make sure, make sure. Yeah, y'all saw my sister. That was my sister walking all out here in the view of the camera. That's, that's my mama's child. I want you to know that. If, if that wasn't her, it'd be my mama doing that right now. Amen. Amen. So we're grateful and thankful to the Lord for God allowing our moments to roll on and to be able to serve. If you were a small group leader, if you are a small group leader, if you want to be a small group leader. I want you to get in touch with Reverend Bell today. If you download the app, it's going to give us a way to get in contact with you. And as a small group leader, we're going to do a training and then we're going to launch our small groups. And there's no reason we don't have two, three, four hundred small groups. We're going to give you all the tools that you need. It's not a Bible study for you to teach. It's a group study for you to facilitate. You're going to get the questions just like I give you questions every week on our outlines. You're going to get those questions. And man, I'm excited about what God is going to do. So I hope and pray that you will sign up and get ready to lead a small group. And guess what? When you do a group, we'll use Zoom or whatever media platform we're going to use. But listen, you can invite family members and friends from all over the country to be part of your small group. And we're looking forward to hear about the testimonies of what God has done. All right. Have we worshiped the Lord and given? Reverend Birkins, uh, Deacon Birkins, where are you? Deacon Ken Birkins is here. If you have children, if you have children, who need an Easter packet, make sure you see 
Deacon Ken Birkins, man, Sister Misha Birkins and the children's ministry team has done a tremendous job. Come on out front here, Deacon Ken, so they can see you. Man, they've done a tremendous job. We're doing virtual children's church. You can sign up for that. Um, they ran out of packets on yesterday. So if you'd like to get a packet, please come and see Deacon Ken Birkins before you pull off, and he'll make sure he gets a packet to you for your children so they can have a spiritually edifying, age-appropriate Resurrection Sunday experience for themselves. Amen? Man, we thank and praise God for you. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for streaming with us. Follow us on all the media platforms. Share it if you will. Let's keep praying for one another. Let's keep loving one another. Let's keep encouraging one another. Let's keep trusting God to do what only God can do. Let's look to the Lord. Father, now unto you who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before your throne with exceeding great joy. To you, God our Father. Be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Bless us as we leave this place, but never to leave your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Let all of God's people say amen. Amen. Flash your lights. Have a great Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday with family and with those who are in your concentric circle of contact. Shelter yourself, all right? Thank you for listening on KHOPE 103.3 FM. Take care. Bye-bye. Family. Love to the family.